0: Welcome to the Elevate Life Church podcast of the week. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Keith Kraft. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit elevatelife.com. You know, the truth is, no matter if you're an extrovert or an introvert or no matter what you're called to do, uh, there's always just a holy awe to uh, knowing that God's going to use you to speak to people and just know that I, I live in that state continually. And um, tonight's going to be a very special night. God is going to give us a word, and I want to get right into it, if that's all right with everybody. And uh, let me just say this, that I don't, want, I don't want us to think that grow was a negative thing at all, uh, So because it kind of came across maybe a little bit like that in some parts of the year. But the, the reality is, is that God has called us to grow. He's called us to, to non-stop growth. And he's called us to be responsible for growing things the right way. And when things aren't growing the right way, that's why God wants us to look at ourselves. And to, you know, David said, search me, oh God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And and see if there's any wicked way in me and lead me into your way of everlasting. And so when we look at our life and things aren't growing in the right direction, uh, they're not growing up, they're growing down. They're not growing forward, they're growing backwards. They're, they're not growing in the right direction. Then one of the greatest things that you can do is choose to grow closer to God. And no matter whatever happens, you're going to grow because you choose to grow in towards God. And I love that. I, I talked about it this last year in one of our series. Um, that, that really when you, you know, the Bible says in the book of James, and James, remember, was the brother of Jesus. He grew up with Jesus. I mean, can you imagine? So if, you, if you're ever looking for something to go to sleep to, don't just count sheep, although that's, that's okay. Um, but just read the book of James because it's short and, you know, uh, just five short chapters, and you can just read through it. But remember, you're reading the, the book of the guy who grew up with Jesus. And so it's, it's called the, the Proverbs of the New Testament. But I love what he said. And this is the brother of Jesus who grew up with him, who did not believe that he was the Son of God until after he was gone. It'd be hard for you to believe, you know, that your' brother. Like, I know you. What? You're, you're who? So he just had a hard, it was a hard pill for him to swallow. But the bottom line is, when it was all said and done, here's what he said. If you'll draw close to God, he will draw close to you. And at any point in your life, here's the great thing. It may seem like that success is, is running from you. It may seem like your life isn't working like it's supposed to work. But if you'll just draw close to God, God will draw close to you. Just always remember, we have that in the arsenal. We have that encouragement from from the brother of Jesus. So so I want to read out of the book of Genesis. In fact, let me just turn there. Uh, Genesis, the 26th chapter. And I'm going to uh, continue this thought because we're going to move forward with this word um, in 2018. And let me just start in Genesis 26. There was a famine in the land besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Abimelech, the king of the Philistines in Gerar. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land which I shall tell you. Dwell in this land and I will be with you and bless you. For to you and your descendants, I will give all these lands And I will perform the oath which I swore to Abraham, your father. And I will make your descendants multiply as stars of the heaven. And I will give to your descendants all these lands. And in your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Because Abraham obeyed my voice. He kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. Now, I want to jump to... um, Verse 12, then Isaac sowed in the land and he reaped in the same year 100 fold, and the Lord blessed him. And the man began to prosper and continued prospering until he became very prosperous. Why don't you just, some of y'all haven't been around here for all 18 years, but the people that have, they're starting to do something right now. And that is they're reaching up and that word is not just going to go by them. They're going to grab it. Years ago, Oral Roberts said it this way. He said, he said, blessings are always coming your way. You can either reach out and grab them or they'll pass you by. And I remember what God spoke to me about that is words from God are always coming your way. You either reach up and grab it and say, hey, that's for me, or it passes you right by. So let me just read that one more time. So again, the context is there's a famine in the land. Things aren't looking too great. And yet Isaac, the Bible said, sowed in that land. In what land? In the land where there was a famine. Famine. And he reaped in the same year. Everybody say in the same year, a hundredfold. All right, Rod, stand up. Rod's a farmer, putting you on the spot. What in the heck does that mean? Here, uh, give him this mic. What does a hundredfold mean for people that don't? Okay, so when you sow wheat, normally it's sixty pounds to an acre. A hundredfold would be six thousand pounds on one acre, and so. Good, go ahead. Okay, so in Oklahoma where we farm, or Texas, it would be, you normally would plant 60 pounds per acre. If you really wanna shove it, go 100 pounds, but most of the time the earth can't grow 100 pounds. But if you reap 100 fold, that would be 6,000 pounds per acre. There you go. So I'm gonna read this one more time. Because this is a part of the word for you in 2018. Then Rod sowed. In that land. Now I want you to say this to yourself. Then Keith sowed. In that land. So say say it out loud for yourself. Then. By the way. You can't read that story and go, hey, that's great he did that. So one more time, we're not going to read about somebody else's life. We're taking Isaac's name out and we're putting our name in. So we're going to do that one more time. Then Keith (laughs) sowed in that land. Come on, everybody play along. Let's pretend that God's actually speaking a word to us for 2018. Then Keith sowed in that land and Keith reaped in the same year a hundredfold and the Lord blessed him. And Keith began to prosper and continued to prosper and grew until he became very great. Come on somebody. So let's do it all together one more time. Put it up there guys. This is just everybody. What are we doing? We're saying out loud what God is saying to us. So put your name in there, Isaac. We appreciate you. But everything in the Old Testament is a type and shadow of things to come. And by the way, we are a part of those descendants of Abraham. So let's just go ahead and put your name in there one more time. And believe it with all your heart. Because in the natural rod, it's impossible. In the natural, it's absolutely impossible. So on one acre... You're trying to get 60 pounds, one bushel. Happens once every 50 to 100 years. 2018. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. You can believe. Hey, go ahead and put somebody else's name that you can believe that for, but not your own name. But if you believe it for you, if it happened for Isaac, well, but there's a famine and I've been through hard stuff and man, things are just, you know, things aren't going. Okay, so in in that situation where things weren't going well, then Keith sowed in the land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold and the Lord blessed Keith. Come on, put your name on there. The Lord blessed Keith. Now watch this. Then Keith began to prosper and continued prospering until he became very prosperous. Get ready, church. Oh, we're not even to the word yet. This is just the stuff that's going to happen because of the word that God has given us. So let's look at a little different translation. Then Isaac, put it up there, guys. Sowed in the land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold and the Lord blessed him. Next, that's the same translation. I need the next translation on my notes. That really did sound kind of the same to me. Let me just read it in case, for whatever reason, we didn't get it. Then Isaac sowed, I'm still checking, in the land and received in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. And the man waxed great and went forward and grew until he became great. Now, do we have that in my notes or not? Okay, put it up there, because I want you to see it. Okay, are they working on it? Okay, oh, good. okay, good, perfect. All right, great. So, I want you to say this with me. Put your name in there. Then Keith <laughs> sowed in the land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. In the same year, a hundredfold. In the same year. Come on, Mike Winnie. In the same year, a hundredfold. Come on, Dom. In the same year. Come on, Sean. In the same year. Come on. Uh, Come on, guys. In the same year, a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed. Put your name in there. And the Lord blessed. And Keith waxed great and went forward and grew until Keith became very great. The word for 2018 is forward. The word is forward, the word is forward, the word is forward, the word is forward. forward. You know why? Because no matter what the land has looked like, no matter what the famine has been like, no matter how tough it's been, then Keith, In that land and in the same year reaped, come on, a hundredfold and became prosperous and very prosperous in the same year. I don't care what 2017 has been like, what 2016 was like, what your struggle has been. In the land of famine, Isaac sowed and he gave God something to work with like never before. And guess what we believe and we're prophesying that in that same year, a hundredfold is going to happen. And you're you're gonna prosper and you're gonna become more prosperous. And in the name of Jesus, you're gonna become very prosperous in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Now, now. by the way, I always give credit where credit's due. You can go ahead and be seated. Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you're right. So let me say it a different way. Whether you believe this or whether you don't believe this, you're right. I believe it. All the way. Old church song. I believe it. All the way. And we're going forward. You know what happens to us in life? We get hit. And we get hit really hard. And some of us have a year like we had in 2017 where everything went backwards. And we're thinking, what in the? And it's from that place, in that place, that we move forward no matter what. And we sow in that land. And God goes, okay. So you're just going to keep doing that. But let me tell you the worst part. The devil goes, oh, shoot. (laughs) Something like that. They really do believe this. And they're not running here and running there and chasing a job and chasing their dream. They're just doing what God wants them to do. And the truth is, that's how some people live their life. It's okay, it's okay. But I'm just telling you, some of you don't know, this is a prophetic house. Say, what does that mean? There's an apostolic anointing here. What does that mean? I'm not just a pastor, I wasn't voted in here. I started this work, what does that mean? I'm the father of this work, what does that mean? That's my son, Josh, on the front row. That's my daughter, Keilah, on the front row. That was my little Whitney up here on the worship team, leading in worship. As she's leading in worship and she's going there, I turn to Jeremy and I go, this is what I've been teaching her her whole life. Are you feeling? I mean, this is, she's going there, man. She's doing it. She's, she's, she's in the zone. She just bam, 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 bam. She's had the flu. She said strep. She was sick as a dog during the whole Christmas production. We couldn't tell anybody because she wasn't supposed to be breathing on anybody. <laughs> Here's my point. It doesn't matter if it's sickness, disease, famine, brokenness, brokenness. Here's the bottom line. Then Keith sowed in that land. What what land where all that stuff happened? And in the same year. I'm not playing with this word. This is a word for us from God based on this little small passage of Scripture that was the axis between Abraham and Jacob. If this had not, if, if Isaac had not moved forward, then the children of Israel would, would have continued with all due respect to be like Bedouins. Going from place to place, looking for opportunity. And that's the way a lot of people are. They live their life like a Bedouin. They chase the money, they go here, they go there. Here's what I think, God. No, let me just tell you something. God has a place for you. And when you get with the right people in the right place at the right time, God will do the right things in your life. And by the way, just because it's not the right people and the right place for somebody else, don't let what somebody else's decision make you get messed up about the place and the people that God has you with. Because I'm just telling you, Everybody's not supposed to be a part of this tribe. But the people that are supposed to be a part of this tribe, even in famine, even when things aren't going the way they're supposed to go, even when it doesn't look like that it's all working out, even when it doesn't look like that it's working. For so many people, guess what the devil does? Especially, listen to me, the greater your greatness, the greater your potential to be utilized by God, to be a resource, to be a provisionary arm for his vision, you're going to have to fight some battles that nobody else fights. And if those kind of battles take you out and cause you to doubt and get into unbelief your life will continue to go backwards but when you stand up and say it doesn't matter about the famine it doesn't matter about the broken dreams it doesn't matter that the business failed in this land i'm going to sow and god says you've given me something to work with here comes your hundredfold. come on baby come on baby it didn't grow like you thought but guess what god's going to bring it to pass in the name of jesus Hallelujah. (laughs) A British drummer boy, only 15, was captured by one of Napoleon's patrols. It was evening as he strolled off duty outside the camp. He promptly was marched before the French commander who accused him of being a spy. The 15-year-old boy said, spy, I am no spy, sir, exclaimed the the lad. I am a drummer in the British Army. Eventually, as he stood before Napoleon, Napoleon said, bring a drum. Let's see if you're a drummer. He said, now, I want you to beat the drum to a march. So there's a particular beat that they would march to. So he did that. Hope rising in his heart, the boy beat a couple of marches, but Napoleon wasn't satisfied. He said, now beat a retreat He commanded. And for a moment, the boy hesitated. Then he threw down his drum, held his head high, looked at Napoleon, full in the face. And he said, a retreat, sir. I don't even know what that is. A British soldier would rather die than retreat. Can I just tell you something? There's some things for some of you that have happened this last year, including myself, including myself, that wanted me to take a step back, that wanted me to just kind of just to play small. Oh, it's not worth it. But can I tell you something? When you have a setback, don't take a step back. Get ready for your comeback. 2018 is comeback year. 2018, God's gonna bring a hundredfold. 2018, we're gonna move forward. 2018. Discouragement and distress and what hadn't worked has got to fall off of us. And the chains to move forward have been broken. In the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody say in the name of Jesus. In the Bible, here's what forward means. Advance, promote, progress. Here's what's going to happen this year. Everybody say it. Advance, promote, progress progress next week at our study of the church address that I've done now for 18 years when I talk about the year and when I talk about this word and we dive into it I'm going to talk to you about how to move forward God's going to give us some specific instruction and uh, so one morning early, I can't even remember which day it was, honestly. You know how the holidays, it's like, what day is this? But uh, Sheila was sleeping all the time and left to myself much of the holidays. And uh, she was snoring. Y'all think I'm joking, but man, you have been snoring, baby. I mean, just like, she'll be, she'll be sleeping. on such. she to wake me up, wake her up, and I go, you need my CPAP machine? By the way, some of you men, you need to get one. Rod, this is your year. I don't want you you to die in your sleep. I want you to sleep good. I want you to stop waking up. So anyway, I'm sharing mine with Pastor Sheila. We're getting two hoses. (laughs) Turn up the oxygen a little bit. Some of y'all, you think you're just waking up at night, and you think it's the Holy Spirit. It's not. It's it's that thing in your throat that's got... (sighs) For about a year, I was waking up singing, worshiping, praising God. It's because I was going to heaven. I'm, just, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not joking. Sheila can tell you, I would wake up just worshiping God. Just singing, worshiping God. And gasping for breath. I'm in the presence of the Lord. I, I really, I was. Sheila on one side and God on the other side, pulling me back to earth. But anyway... So one morning alone, laying next to, sleeping single in a double bed, old church song. I love Sheila. When she sleeps, man, turn out the lights, party's over. I mean, it's over. Today, we thought we'd take a little nap. I reached over. She goes, don't touch me. Don't talk to me. I need sleep. That's a little Pastor Precious. I go, she goes, don't touch me, don't talk to me, just know I love you. I go, how do I know you love me when I can't touch you or talk to you? So I reached over, I promise you, listen to this. She had on flannel pajamas, a robe, and house shoes in bed underneath covers. And what else? So <laughs> I like, no wonder she didn't want to be touched because she knows I'd go, what are all those clothes anyway? So it's very funny. But one morning, all alone, all of a sudden this popped up and I thought isn't this interesting and I just want you to watch it because every year Google does a year in review on the most searched words or questions and let's just see if what we're talking about here is prophetic watch this Put your hand back out, bro. You to shake your The things that make us different, those are our superpowers. Go out there and conquer the world. Because the world would not be as beautiful as it is if we weren't in it. So Here's what Google says. How do you move forward? Search on. Here's what I want to tell you. How do you move forward? Church on. Yeah. Church on. You see, the world, is, the world is asking, how do we move forward after the wildfires? How do we move forward after the earthquakes? How do we move forward after the devastation? How do we move forward after the election? How do we move forward when things are changing? How do we move forward in a world that's in chaos? How do we move forward when there seems to be so much evil in the world? How do we move forward when there's not just one hurricane, but there's two hurricanes? How do we move forward when we're experiencing the worst floods in the history of the world? How do we move forward when when we are devastated? And can I just tell you, we move forward not by continuing the search. Listen, God wants you to know, God wants us to know that we move forward because we are the church. And it's not that the search is on, the church is on. And God has called us to lead in this world and that's exactly what we're gonna do but that has to be modeled in our own lives if when fires hit our lives if when hurricanes hit our lives if when things that would devastate the normal individual devastate us the same way and there is no difference in us then nobody knows how to move forward but when you are the church you don't just go the church go to church but when you are the church God says, this is how we move forward. We are the kingdom of the living God. So I want to just give you a few things, and then we're going to be through. But I was sitting there, I go, you know, I woke her up, I go, Sheila, it's about 11.30 in the morning. I said, it's true, it was awesome. She was sleeping that much. I said, you, she didn't go to bed before four. Okay, honey, listen, I, I know. I'm just totally joking. But but I said, you've got to see this. And God had given me this word months ago. And then Google comes out year end. And what's the final question? How do you move forward? Everybody say this with me. Say, for everything in the natural, there's a supernatural correlation. So while the world is asking the question, how do we move forward as a church? We're going to be moving forward and we're going to be leading the way in the name of Jesus. (laughs) Galatians, they'll have it up on the screen. And the scripture foreseeing, and we say foreseeing. And the scripture foreseeing. The scripture foreseeing foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith. Preach the gospel to Abraham beforehand saying, in you all the nations shall be blessed. So then those who are of faith, who believe that God's way is better than your way, are blessed with believing Abraham. Hmm. So here's what, here's what we don't know. Here's the, for all of our lives, here's, you can't help what other people do. Abraham had, had, you know, Isaac. And yet, Isaac had a decision that he had to make. Isaac was the middle. You don't hear much about Isaac. There's not much in the Bible about Isaac. But the one thing Isaac did was prove God in the middle between Abraham And Jacob, and in the middle of your stuff, when we sow, when I choose to be a person that says, you know what? I can't change this. I can't change that. But for those of us in this house and in this tribe, here's what you've been taught. Change happens at the speed of your seed. So when I need to see something happen, I sow. So we're going to sow love this year like we've never sown it. We're going to sow family this year like we've never sown it. We're gonna sow forgiveness this year like we've never sown it. We're gonna sow mercy this year like we've never sown it. The Bible says in the book of Hosea that break up the fallow ground for it is time for the harvest until he come and rain righteousness on you. You do your part. You break up the fallow ground. You sow the seed and watch what God's gonna do. The reason we're doing uh, family Wednesdays And, of course, I've thrown a little mix into it because I say family first Wednesday. Josh goes, Dad, let's just make it simple. It's family Wednesday. It's because the first Wednesday of every month, more than ever before, I want this room to look more like this. I want you to prioritize that first Wednesday. And let's let's come together and just as a family and get our family in the house of God and start the month right. January 3rd, this Wednesday, we're going to do that. It's going to be amazing. So just say, you know what? That's something I'm going to roll into this year. That's one of my resolutions is is 12 Wednesdays, just 12 times. If, if, If the house, if God is speaking that, hey, family Wednesday is important, then let's make it important and let's be a tribe and make it important and let's take communion together and let's celebrate baptisms together and let's come to the house of God. Why? Because how do we move forward? We're not going to search on. We're going to get our church on. See, you can hear those things and not do it. And just like, just like God spoke to Abraham and said, Abraham, listen, the earth is going to be blessed because of you. But if Isaac hadn't done his part, just what his part was, there would be no Jacob. There would be no children of Israel. If he hadn't done his part in the middle of whatever he was in, famine, whatever, we've got to do our part. That makes sense. So that makes sense. The Bible goes on to say this, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Everybody put an amen on that. Having become a curse for us, for it is written, curse is everyone who hangs on the tree. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. There is neither Jew nor Greek. So this addresses all the prejudices. There's neither Jew nor Greek in Christ. There's neither uh, black nor white. There's neither e- ethnicity. There's neither slave nor free. There's neither rich nor poor. There's neither male nor female. In other words, these are the, the gender prejudice, the, the racial prejudice, the, the socioeconomic prejudice. He said, in Christ, there's none of this for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Put an amen on that. Amen. And if you are Christ, and everybody say, I am then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to his promise. Come on, can you put an amen on that? God's got great things coming your way. So here's what we're going to do. And I'm I'm not going to preach all of this tonight. I'll come back. It'll be a part of my message. But I just wanted to get this word out. But here's what we're going to do. So if forward means advance, promote, and progress. Everybody say that. Advance, promote, progress. Put three fingers up. So from this day forward, this is your word for this year. So from this day, from this day, advance, promote, progress. Advance, promote, progress. How am I going to get up this year? I am moving forward today. I am advancing. I am promoting. I am progressing in the name of Jesus. And say that over and over and over. And guess what? The Bible says that the word is nigh unto you. And if you'll begin to speak that word out. In fact, just hashtag. What does that mean? Come on, everybody now. So if I walk up to you and I go, you know what I'm saying. In Jesus' name, you're moving forward. Turn to prophesy over somebody. In Jesus' name, you're moving forward. Come on, you're moving forward. So, so what are we gonna do? Watch this now. And then I'm gonna close. We're gonna advance God's plan. I'm gonna talk about this next, this next Sunday, what God's plan is and what he wants for you. We're going to promote God's pattern and we're gonna progress God's promise. So for 18 years, here's what I've been teaching in this church. Listen very carefully, because if you haven't been here, you don't know this. Those of you, you can jump in anytime. Understand the plan. Follow the pattern. Okay, here we go. Understand the follow the receive. Understand the Everybody, come on. Understand the plan. Follow the pattern. Receive the promise. So what are we doing this year? What God's been saying to us for 18 years, we're going to advance his plan. And I'm going to talk this next weekend about what his plan is for us as the church. As we move forward, we're not going to search on. We're going to church on. And then we're going to promote what? The pattern. I'm going to talk to you about biblical patterns. I'm going to talk to you about how God, God, everything in the Old Testament was a shadow and a copy of what God wanted to reveal in the New Testament. So everything in the New Testament is concealed in the Old Testament and everything in the Old Testament is revealed in the New Testament. So God wants us to understand this. So we're going to talk about patterns. And and guess what we're going to do? God's going to show us some patterns this year that we're going to promote. One of those is Family Wednesday. That's a pattern. That's a pattern that as we follow that as a family, God's going to do some amazing things in your family. You know, we just did, uh, when we did the, the little um, promo for that, I was with Josh, and I wanted Josh to be with me. And I talked about uh, in, that, in that, uh, that the, the news that, hey, Josh, you know, when you guys were growing up, every Monday that was our family night. So I traveled all over the world, was gone 40-plus weeks a year, And Monday became very sacred to our family. So we protected Monday night. And Monday was the time that our family came together with my crazy, crazy schedule. Here's what I'm telling you. I'm telling you as a tribe and as a church, family Wednesday is a big deal this year. It's a pattern that we're going to set. And if you'll set that in your life, God's going to bring a blessing on your family like never before. I also want to say, Brad Black, stand up. Happy birthday to you. Don't think I don't know. Cause I know, happy birthday, keep standing. He's, a, he's, a, he's an introvert. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> happy birthday, dear Brad. I'm so glad brought you to me. You're a tremendous blessing to this church, you and your wife, Heidi, and I just honor you today on the 31st. What a great day to be born. 38 years old, right? Y'all say happy birthday, Brad. And guess what? There would be no Brad Black celebrating and become one of the top financial leaders in this house if it wasn't for Mike Whitty. If it wasn't for Mike Whitty's heart and Mike Whitty sewing into Brad and Mike Whitty releasing Brad into even into his own business. Am I telling the truth, Brad? And and that's a wonder that's that's what God wants to do. Can I tell you some people in churches they get into businesses together and they end up leaving the church. They end up hating each other. They end up because you said he said whatever said. And I'm just telling you marriage is tough enough. But marriage is practice for everything else. So however you treat your wife, God wants you to learn to treat other people that way. However you treat your husband, God wants you to treat other people that way. Thus, that's what's wrong in a lot of people's lives and they can't figure it out. Why? Because it's not I'm this way in this relationship and different in this relationship. No. How am I going to move forward? I'm going to get my church on. In other words, God's called me to be his tribe in the earth. We are Like the children of Israel, we are the royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people to show forth the praises of him who's called us out of darkness into his marvelous light in the name of Jesus. So we're going to promote God's pattern and then we're going to progress the promises of God. And all I can tell you is we are going to do that this year and it's going to be absolutely awesome. Is anybody with me on that? All right. So our word for the year is, our word for the year is, everybody do this. Come on, just do it. Just humor me. Just do it. And that means we are going to advance, promote, and progress. I speak that over your life, I speak that over your family, I speak that over your business, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against us. We are the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, and if God is for us, who can be against us? If God is on our side, whom shall we fear? And in the name of Jesus, we're going to step into 2018 knowing this, that no matter if it's been famine or feast in 2017, no matter if it's been good or bad, no matter if it's been up or down in 2018 we are moving forward baby and in this land we're gonna sow and in this year reap a hundred come on let's believe that let's believe that let's believe that now go ahead and be seated we're just about through but Sheila come here it's been in my heart but I did not talked to her about it so talked to her about it you sure? Okay. So I just told her what we're going to sow starting tonight. And you know what we sowed this year? A lot. For us, it's been a lot. And I don't know about you, but here's, here's what I think the greatest thing that you can do with a word like this is to start sowing now for what you know God's going to do in the future. If you've got to lean over and whisper, to your spouse or to somebody, and say, "This is what we're going to do. I want you to do something." But watch this. I don't want you to do something that's easy. That's that's a misnomer. You know, uh, for years, just and again, I want you to hear my heart on this. But like, if, if you go out to dinner with me, it's going to be very difficult for you to pay. It just is, and we're going to make everybody feel uncomfortable in that restaurant if you try to pay. because I'm be going, look, no, I want to do it. I, wanna, I, I wanna, And Scott's been my best friend for 34 years, and he tried he tried to trump me. He tried to trump me. on Saturday night, I said, "Scott, your money is no good here. You're with me. Now there's other ways he blesses me, but here's my point: I'm going to always be moving forward. And I'm going to say it one more time. Change happens at the speed of my seed. No matter what's happening, I'm never going to back up. I'm going to keep sowing. And so on this December 31st, no matter what's happened this year, I want you to decide right now. I've got a figure in my mind of what I'd like to happen tonight. And usually I give the figure and usually I tell you what I'm going to give. I'm not doing that because I want you to be challenged by yourself. I don't want you to go, okay, here's what I think God's saying. No, 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 because God will tell you to give it all away. I'd re- I recommend you not do that. But I, I want you to decide on this last day of 2017, God, if you're giving me this word, watch this, that beginning tomorrow is the first day. How many days are on the year? 365 days. That if tomorrow on day one of 365, I'm already ahead. I've already sowed on the last day for the word that God gave me on the last day for the hundredfold harvest that's gonna come in 2018. And I believe this all the way. And if it doesn't resonate with you, don't do one thing. But if you'll just believe it with me to go, I believe enough to do this, then just do something. Because you know why? Put that scripture back up there about Isaac then, and we're just going to say it one more time, because we're going to practice this word right this second, and we're going to do it in Jesus' name, and we're going to go out of this year over the top. I love what my mentor from a distance for many, many years, and then, then I got to share the platform with him for many, many years. Zig Ziglar used to say, he used to say, I'll see you over the top. Then he changed that. The older he got, he said, I won't just see you over the top, or I won't just see you at the top. I'll see you over the top. And I'm just telling you, this is our year, not just to go to the top. This is our year to go over the top. We're going over the top, y'all. We're going over the top in the name of Jesus. So I want you to get ready. All right, say this with me one more time. Put your name in there. Don't be shy. Then Keith sowed in the land and received in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed Keith. And Keith waxed great and went forward and grew until he became very great. Let's use the other version as well. One more time. Come on. This is this is what we're doing together as a family. Doing the New King James version, guys, if you would, please. If you can. Then keith sowed in that same land and in the same year he reaped a hundredfold and he began to prosper and continued to prosper and became very prosperous come on have you spoken that over your life have you done that have you said that in jesus name because that's going to happen this year in jesus name thanks for listening to this week's podcast Make sure to get your copy of Pastor Keith Craft's book, Your Divine Fingerprint, and visit elevatelife.com for other exciting new content from Elevate Life Church.